Falcon and Winter Soldier going off the rails, Alfred Molina being the real villain, oh, and the Space Jam trailer, all this and more on Geekly Bi-Weekly. I know, how long has it been since we, were, we recorded and we put out an actual episode? I don't know. I think it's been, what, three weeks? Maybe a little three more? Three weeks already? Jeez, a loo, man. We gotta... Yeah. it's It's been far too long, but glad to be back. Glad to be back. Absolutely. Um, how was your Easter or a Sunday off? I'm not sure if you celebrate Easter or not. Oh, it was pretty good. I uh, went on a hike, had a had a nice time, uh, just kind of hung out. It was it was really good that we good. I love that for you. Yeah. How was yours? It was definitely a day. Um, Been there. Uh, not one that I remember. I, I don't I don't do drugs or anything. I just don't remember uh, <laughs> most stuff anymore. Um, I think it's because I'm like 90 years old or something like that. I don't know anymore. Um, But hey, we've got a lot to catch up on and we're going to do our best with it in this episode because there's, there's been some good drops, good, good, good drops. Um, As usual, this episode is going to be filled with spoilerific wonderfulness. Um, yeah, we are going to be spoiling uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, uh, stuff that Alfred Molina said from the set of Spider-Man 3, uh, and Godzilla vs. Kong. I'm going to be giving you guys a little quick review of that movie, because that was definitely a fun one to watch. Yes, I've heard. I guess we should just hop right into it, since we have so much to talk about. That we do. All right, uh, you know what? Let's have you start us off with your thoughts, and like a little bit of a catch-up on Falcon and Winter Soldier. So, Falcon and Winter Soldier has been absolutely bonkers. It has been a wild ride. Um, Watching John Walker just slip into madness as his Captain America, and now, I believe, going into his new role with that mid-season, or that mid-credit scene. Um, So, watching him as Cap decapitate a man with the shield was just jaw drop not okay um but yeah i mean it in this last episode we are starting to get uh more of the isaiah bradley backstory uh sam starting to actually take his role into the cap um the role he was destined to be in and uh everything just kind of falling into place at this point yeah um this show has absolutely amazed me. Yeah. Um, oh, someone outside is listening to Lincoln Park, and I love that for me. Um, yeah, this show, I I'm, I really, really liked WandaVision. Don't get me wrong. But this show, I feel, is just so, so on brand for Marvel. Mm-hmm. Like, it feels like a six-hour Marvel movie. Like, they're just taking their time. And that's what I'm loving about it because it's got the action and it's got like the uh, the the funny like the comedy and I, I don't know why I said the funny that was weird. Um, it, it's it's got everything that a Marvel movie usually has, but set out between six separate episodes as opposed to WandaVision having more of a mystery and mm-hmm. romance element. Which don't get me wrong, I'm not complaining about. It. I loved I loved 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 that show, but this one just feels like. Like, good setup for uh, the Black Widow movie, which is supposed to be coming out soon enough. Yes. Um, There was a lot going on in these past couple episodes. Um, 
like like we said, spoilers, but uh, I think the first thing I want to bring up is uh, them just fucking breaking his arm. Yes. Um, them being Falcon and, and Bucky, uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah, it had the uh, the same vibe of the group on, oh, what was the planet? Thanos' planet. I am spacing. But, like, it, it reminded me, yeah, of them ripping or attempting to rip the gauntlet off of Thanos. Yeah, um, I really got that vibe from it, too. I thought I was the only one. No, I, I totally picked up on that vibe. Um, but, you know, we didn't see Thanos' arm break. We did see John <laughs> Walker's. Um, yeah, we didn't see Thanos' arm break. Thank you, Star-Lord, for just fucking that up for everyone. Yeah. But, whatever. but also, that was the only way. Steven said there was only one reality that it worked out, and so it had to work out that way. So you, you can't really be mad at him. It, it, no, I'm still going to be mad at him. Yeah, that's fair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and then as well, him just on top of Sam... And gutturally saying, I am Captain America. It was, yeah. I have to give a huge round of applause to Wyatt Russell for his utterly nuanced performance in, oh, in yeah, this absolutely. role. Um, you, you really get the sense of heartbreak, the sense of privilege, the sense of insanity and derangement. Um, it just, it's entitlement. Been, entitlement. Yeah. It's, it's been really interesting. Um, and just absolutely incredible to see his performance on the screen. And honestly, all of the actors within the show have just knocked it out of the park um, with their range and just ability to both be funny and keep it action-packed and then also have these really deep moments. Yeah. Um, it's been... Absolutely. It's been really cool. I, I am with you, though, in that... I think that well, WandaVision was really fun, and I still am very fond of it. Falcon and Winter Soldier is is hitting a different kind of itch, and I think it was exactly yeah. what we needed right now. Exactly, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, there were a couple uh, things that I did want to bring up. Um, one of them is a, uh, a lot, um, I guess it doesn't really have to do with the show, but it sort of does. Daniel Bruhl, the guy that's playing Baron Zemo, mm -hmm. um, fun fact about him, he does the voice of um lightning mcqueen in the german version of cars oh the german dub i did not know that but that cool <laughs> it makes sense for some reason and yeah i kind of love it yeah that it it makes oddly satisfying sense like <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm saying yeah he's um i love daniel Bruhl. he's super super great and i love that we're being able to see a lot more of him because we didn't see enough of him when he was in uh, in civil, civil war. war yeah but seeing his character kind of play out and, I guess, get to stretch his le legs? Yeah. Legs. Not me. spread, stretch. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, yeah stretch his legs. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I, I absolutely love his character dynamic. How he's kind of like, kind of a bit of an asshole, but like, like but, super chill. Yeah. And like always one step ahead of everyone else. He he's he's not flaunting that he's an asshole. You just know that he is. Yeah. Um Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just it's been a lot of fun to see him, of course. I, I know I was posting on the Instagram him dancing. You you gotta love that <laughs> scene. Um, even though that was a few weeks back. Uh yeah, it's 
it's been really fun to see him and actually see more of Zemo as a character and really kind of have it fleshed out of like, yeah, no wonder like he was mad at the Avengers. They killed yeah. his whole family. Like Exactly. Um the fuck else were you expecting? <laughs> um, but yeah, it it's been a lot of fun. No, it has been a lot of fun. Um we also gotta talk about Sharon Carter. Sharon yeah, yes. Sharon Carter. I don't know why I'm blanking on so much today. My mind is all over the place. I think it's the two, maybe three hours of sleep I got last night. Mm-hmm. Um, Sharon Carter, uh, is she the, the, the power broker? So I've heard a couple theories that either she is the power broker or Val is the power broker. Um, and either way, it does kind of make sense. But I'm kind of leaning more towards Sharon at this point. Um, but yeah, what are your thoughts? Um, well, seeing that she was talking to, uh, oh my gosh, what's his name? Um, Batrock. Yeah. I forgot his, his, his villain name, the leaper. That yes. is the worst name ever. The leaper. But, um, he leaps. yeah, seeing that she was talking to him on the phone to set up the meeting between him and the, uh, the, Oh my gosh, help me today. Oh, the, uh, oh my gosh. Freedom. Fl- the Flag Snatchers. The Flag Snatchers. Smashers. <laughs> flag Smashers. Yes, there we go. Um, yeah, me. like she totally set that up. And I'm like, what the hell? Like she's totally, I don't want to say tarnishing or destroying, but she's kind of fucking up the family name. She is, but also she's fucking up her potential pardon too. Like, yeah, what what are you doing? Do you just not give a shit anymore? Like, that's fair. You were kind of abandoned, but at the same time, like, this is there's a lot riding on this, and you being a double agent, it's just, I don't know where you're gonna go. I don't I don't know what her agenda is at this point. Then it's really only going to fuck up her pardon if, they, if uh, Falcon and Bucky find out. I know that they have names, but I keep forgetting them as well. Um, if they find out that that she's, you know, being kind of shady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But speaking of shady, sorry, what were you going to say? No, I mean, I was, I was just going to kind of tangent off on that where it's, yeah, I mean, Sam and Bucky are not going to stand for that after, you know, all they've done. For but I feel her. like they have enough on their hands that they're going to maybe miss out on the fact that she's the power broker? Yes, until either the last minute or it's going to be later on. I, I don't know if we're going to get a full um, showdown between it. I think it's definitely going to be much more focused on the Flag Smashers, um, John Walker, and uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier in the finale. I think that's really what we're going to see. Also, the Leaper. I, uh, I just yeah. got to keep calling him his name. And the Leaper. Is that his name? I hmm. honestly am not sure if you want to look that up. Yep. Batrock the Leaper. I hate that so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Why would you do this to me? Um, because why not? Who came up with that name? Someone who obviously was on very little sleep and a very uh, soon-to-be-expected deadline. Yeah, right? (laughs) Jesus Christ. Um, But speaking of, like, shadowy figures and people who are um, 
kind of the worst. Mm -hmm. We have Julia Louise Dreyfus, who is Elaine from Seinfeld, Mm -hmm. um, playing a character in this show named Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. Yes. Who, if you are familiar with the comics, you'll know who she is right away. But if you're not, her name is Madame Hydra. Mm -hmm. And she's kind of basically the evil version of Nick Fury. Though, initially, she actually started as Nick's love interest in her first iteration of the comic. Did she? Yeah, that was actually where, um, you know, that was one of her storylines, was that she was going to be Nick Fury's love interest, and she actually worked for S.H.I.E.L.D. I didn't know that. I did not know that. Yeah, I, I learned that very recently as I was doing research <laughs> on... <laughs> <laughs> More research than I've done, apparently. Um, yeah. I, I'm excited. I mean, I love her as an actress. She's great in whatever she does. Mm-hmm. She was originally supposed to premiere this character in Black Widow, but yeah. that was pushed back because um, everything that's going on. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, COVID. <laughs> what? It doesn't exist. Are you kidding me? It's, uh, it's a myth. What, what they call a it? Legend. A plandemic? Oh, yeah. There we go. Uh, uh, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, yeah, no, she's fantastic in whatever she does. And even though I absolutely fucking despise Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. She's a fantastic actress. Yeah, she's she's great. Her her comedy is always delivered perfectly. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she's just great at what she does. Anyways, um, she's supposed to be playing the character Madame Hydra, who is going to be, I guess, creating her own super soldier team, which I want to say she's already may have started it, mm-hmm. but is possibly looking for more people, and that's what she was doing when she went to talk to John Walker. Yes. Mm. That was a... I cannot wait to see how this plays out. Yeah, that was a really fun scene. Um, it Honestly, it kind of reminded me a bit of her character, and, and I mean, this, this has nothing to do with it, but just the, like, sly uh, humor that she brought to that was just very reminiscent of her character from Arrested Development. Where she plays, oh, I didn't know that she was in Russia. Yeah, it's a very, very brief role where she plays a lawyer up against the Bluth family. This is going to be a side tangent, but she pretends that she's blind. Um, <laughs> and then, like, gets discovered that she isn't. It's this whole story arc. It's beautiful. But just that subtle humor that she brought into that character while also just being so evil and horrible and just, like... You, I don't know. I got this immediate sense of, I do not like this person. Um, yeah. What What is she up to? So um, I know that when, before this episode premiered, they were talking about how there's going to be like this big cameo and a character that we haven't seen yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and it turned out to be her. And a lot of people were actually thinking that it was going to be Matt Murdock. Yes, I saw that. Um, but I just, I don't feel like that made as much sense. I mean, yeah, yeah, it didn't make sense because I thought like, if they were going to bring Matt Murdock in, he would have to be at the defense of John Walker, which he would not do, not even in an not instant. Not close. Not even all. a little bit. Um, uh, Charlie Cox is supposed to be playing or reprising his role, reprising 
coming back to play his role as Matt Murdock in the new Spider-Man movie, the uh, Spider-Man 3 mm-hmm. No Way Home or whatever it's called. Um, and we're going to actually talk about that movie in a little bit, but yeah, it wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It wouldn't make sense for him to come around and be at the defense of John Walker, that piece of shit. Yeah, that it just again, it's white privilege, entitlement, military boy. Like it just, ugh, it's everything that we don't like here. Um, it's America in a nutshell. John Walker is America. Yeah, I saw this picture that um, Chris Evans, Captain America, and it said who America thinks they are, and it had that picture <laughs> of him. And then it had John Walker, and it said uh, who America really is. And then it had Sam. Wow, look at that. I called him by his name. Uh, like, holding the shield, and I was like, who America needs to be. And I was like, yeah, yeah. That, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, This show is hitting on a lot of a lot of racial inequality and a lot of, um, as some people would put it, SJW issues. Mm -hmm. And I'm loving what they're doing and how they're tackling these problems, especially with like racism in the past and how a lot of it hasn't changed. It's just, it's just going by a different name at this point, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, and the Isaiah Bradley storyline is so powerful um, yeah. that whole scene between Isaiah and Sam was powerful, but rough. And like, I'm glad it happened. And like, I don't know. I want to hear your thoughts on it. I had a lot of thoughts while watching that scene where, uh, Sam and Isaiah were talking. Um, I found myself watching it and nodding my head to a lot of what Isaiah was saying, especially in reference to how no self-respecting black man would carry that shield and become Captain America mm-hmm. because it doesn't represent all of America. It doesn't, it, I've noticed that when I, when I start talking about like uh, more serious subjects, I start talking real low and real quiet <laughs> for no reason. I got to switch that up. Um, uh, real contemplative and like, yeah, exactly. It's the it. worst. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I I I see where he's coming from. I see where, where the writers are coming from about what they did to him and how it's how nothing has changed. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, a lot has changed. Don't get me wrong, but not enough. There's so much. Yeah, there's there's a lot out there that that's not being addressed still. Yeah. And is not being talked about. And when we do talk about it, it's like, oh, you guys have this and this and this. Why are you still talking about this and this and that? Like, there's there's a lot of inequality still going around and still plaguing the uh, the minority community. Mm-hmm. And I know that this, this show isn't talking about just... Or no, this show is just talking about uh, the black community. But it also rings true for a lot of the minority community that, that in America in general. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, just take a look at this week in general. Like, I, I think yeah. every minority at this point has, or close to, is being attacked. And it's just, it's very, um, I think it's very wise that they have chosen to talk about these subjects and to bring... A little bit more attention to it even in uh action 
you know, comedy show. It's just, it's one of those things where, like, there's a lot of humor to the show, but they're really bringing these important elements um, to light. And, yeah, I think I think it's really great. Yeah, no, I, 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 know I say, yeah, no, uh, that's the Californian in me. Yes. Um, I agree, and I feel that they're doing a good job of talking about things that people don't want to talk about. Um, if you go and look on TikTok, I can't remember the guy's name. I saw it, but he was talking about how like he would bring it up on his TikToks, and I guess not not viewers, but like people that were yeah viewers really would comment. And be like, dude, you're looking too far into it. Like, you're that, that's a reach. They're not talking about race. Like, this isn't a racial show. And then this newest episode, they brought it out. Like, they they blatantly said, yeah, this shit is about race. It's 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 a bad, bad thing that's going on. Yeah. And they were gaslighting him so hard. They were like, dude, you're you're reaching. It's it's not about race. Like, this show is just it's just just another Marvel movie and just another Marvel show. No. And seeing the how happy he was to have his feelings validated, I guess, mm-hmm. was a really, really big thing because he he was right. And I don't know, just it just feels good to to be watching this show and being like someone gets it and someone is putting it on a platform that millions of people are watching. And it's going mm-hmm. to start conversations. Yeah, it's going to start conversation. It's going to provoke thinking. It's and you know deeper understanding. Even you know if it's not every person who watches the show gets that. If even a couple people do, like it's still worth it. And I I think it, it's reaching a much larger audience um, than I don't know. It, it's just it's it's reaching a really large audience and i think it is reaching a large audience and like i said it's going to start a conversation but it's also going to have disney have some people leave from watching their stuff because they feel like are they going to start feeling like oh they're bringing race into it so now it's it's a political thing but a lot of the stuff that they're talking about like even when you go back to the creation of the x-men that was that was based on minorities. Mm-hmm. That was based on the mistreatment of minorities. It's always been political. Yeah. And the fact that, like, the, how do I put this? It's always been political, but the fact that people don't want to see it doesn't make it any less political. Yeah, it just, And doesn't make it any less correct. It means they're ignorant and want to be so. Exactly, exactly. And I've always said, especially now, people not wanting to see this, they can they can turn a blind eye to it all they want. But in the age of information, ignorance is a choice. Yes, truly, though, that that's actually a really great uh, way to put that. Yeah, it, it is a choice at this point. We, we live with information right at our fingertips with all the answers that we could hope for. Like, you know, there's still some things that don't have answers, but at the same time, like, there's, we know better. Um, yeah. People know better. We have access to, to knowledge and uh, deeper thought. Also, just like, even if you don't want to go look it up, start a conversation with someone mm-hmm. about it. 
be sincere about your questions. Don't just be like, oh, why do black people hate cops? Well, like if you if you want the information and you want to be educated about something, go and actually talk to people mm -hmm. and get a look at it from their perspective. Yeah. And by talk to people, listen, like ask your questions and then listen. Don't, yeah. Don't, don't listen to respond. Just listen. Um, and that. Thanks for coming to the TED Talk, guys. <laughs> <laughs> one thing, one thing that my mom would say, like when when I was younger, and she would, I don't want to say lecture me, but like she would be telling me something that I need to listen to her about. She would always tell me, "Are you listening to me, or are you just waiting to respond?" Mm -hmm. And that's something that that I even tell people now, like like when people come to me for advice or like something that's bothering them. I'm like, are you waiting? Are, are you listening? Or are you waiting to respond? Like, do you, do you want me to help you or do you just want to vent? Mm -hmm. Um, and that's a really important distinction. Yeah. Being able to, being able to tell the difference, you know? Yeah. Not only in, in, in like people that you're talking to, but within yourself. Mm -hmm. I still catch myself doing stuff like that. And you know, it, yeah. it's, uh, as my therapist puts it, you know, these things are like muscles. You have to get the muscle memory there. But once it is, it, it gets a lot easier. And each time gets a little easier. And just, you know, taking that time to really listen and really think about what's being said and think about what you're watching or think about the conversations that you're having and actually think about them. Don't just say, oh, well, yeah, okay, I, I know what they already said because you, you might be missing out on things. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <sighs> Anyways, that got a little heavy, didn't <laughs> Did. it? Falcon <laughs> and Winter Soldier is bringing up heavy-ass conversations. It is, and I'm loving this show so much. Anyways, um, we've got to move forward a little bit. Mm -hmm. And um, because we are talking about Disney and Marvel shows that are currently out, the next one coming out is going to be Loki. Yes, we've got, I want to say it's like 40... One days after that we get the drop of Loki, once uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier ends. I'm not going to lie, I thought you were counting down the days like starting from today. I was, oh, no, no, no. Uh, impressed. I don't believe so, but I want to say it's, what, June 17th that it comes out? June 11th. Oh, there we go. Even better. But yeah, so I want to say it's about 41 days after Falcon and Winter Soldier drops that we will be without Marvel content. But I think it's going to be worth it based off that Loki trailer. What did you think about it? I'm really excited about this show. I actually just went and looked up um, uh, the the release date for it right now while we're recording this. Um, and I'm just finding out an actress named Sophia DiMartino, mm -hmm. um, who is known for her roles in the movie Yesterday. She was mm. in that show Into the Badlands. Uh, a show called Flowers. Hmm. She is going to be playing a character in this show named Lady Loki. Ooh. Yeah. That's going to be. Now, I mean, uh, some people know who Lady Loki is. It's literally just female Loki, mm -hmm. but like from another dimension, I want to say. Yeah, I think it's like a split, you know, different timeline type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
her playing Lady Loki is actually super cool because I didn't think that they were going to do that. Yeah, that that is actually kind of an interesting choice, but I'm really excited to see it. I I haven't seen her in anything before, but you know. Also, was I the only one that when they showed Owen Wilson's character, it took me like a day and a half to realize that that was Owen Wilson? Oh no, I immediately knew that was Owen Wilson, but ah, crap. you know that that's me. I I'm really good at remembering actors' faces. Um, but then, like, I don't know, when I was a kid, my mom would do, like, pop quizzes where we'd be watching a movie and she'd go, who's that actor? And so I'd have to, like, remember. Um, See, I'm usually good with that kind of thing, but because he looks older and has, like, a mustache now, yeah. I was like, who the fuck is this guy and why does he sound like Lightning McQueen? <laughs> Bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm, I'm like, just say ka-chow once. Just one time, please. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the... Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I'm sure he knows like he knows about that meme and whatever. He has to do it at least once. At least once. Like it's, <laughs> it's gonna be let down. Uh. Um, but looking at the trailer, there was a lot going on uh, going on and going on in it. Yes. There was a lot happening in the trailer. Um one thing that stuck out to me the most, it looks like at one point near the end of the trailer, Loki is sitting down and having a conversation with Black Widow. Yes, I I kind of picked up on that. Um, but again, like I don't know. I don't want to get my hopes up on that. I don't either. But it would be really cool if it was. It because the 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 way that the storyline looks like it's set up is that they are doing him going to fix the uh, multiple. Uh, timelines that he fucked up when he took the, the Tesseract from, I guess, uh, the first Avengers movie, but in, in the end uh, game iteration. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I would love to see exactly what's going on. I mean, we're going to. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to wait for it. I'm impatient at this point. That being said, Disney, if you can hear this, please let me watch it a little early, yeah. just like the first episode or something, so I can know what's going on. And not just me, give it to Ida too. We're worth it. <laughs> most definitely um i promise i'll say good things about you and i'll spend money at your your parks yes i will spend all the money marvel i'm talking to you too i know that you can pull the strings i'm gonna i'm gonna you know once this episode is up where i'm tagging marvel in it as well i'm gonna be like hey do it go to this timeline or time spot uh <laughs> the time code that's the word thank you jeez alu <laughs> i think i need more caffeine um kill you there the, yeah, the, this show looks like it's going to be interesting. Now, um, one thing no, go on. that I noticed, I don't know if you picked up on it, but it seems like all of the colors from the Infinity Stone were shown as like a film over various parts of the scenes. Yeah, like a filter, right? Yeah, so it was like, you know, it had all of the colors of the Infinity Stones. So it again, it really kind of reiterates that whole what's going on with them, like... Are they gone? What's happening? Yeah. Um, I really liked what they did with the Infinity Saga. They did. Mm -hmm. I feel like they did it justice. I feel like they did a good job, especially wrapping it up. I don't want them to rely on old tricks. Yeah. And go back to them. I want them to continue to move forward. Mm -hmm. Them being Marvel and Disney. Well, and I at least, especially with Wanda and Falcon and Winter Soldier, I, I have really, 
I, I think high hopes, but I'm still kind of expecting them to meet that to a point because they, they really have knocked it out of the park with the other two shows. They've been really good about keeping up with, um, the Kardashians. Yes. They, they <laughs> really made sure to check in on Chloe at this troubling time. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, they, they've really been keeping up this momentum of good quality content and storylines that we want to see. So, you know, I'm trying not to get my hopes up too high, but also I kind of feel like even if they are high, it's still going to be close to meeting them, if not exceeding. I feel like with the exception of the first two Thor movies and the Hulk movie with, what was that, Edward Norton? Mm-hmm. Um, Disney has, not Disney, Marvel has continuously met the bar and like mm-hmm. met expectations. Um, I'm not seeing that Loki is going, I'm not thinking that Loki is going to be any different. Yeah. Well, and Tom Hiddleston just is so good. Um, mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do love me some Tom Hiddleston. He's, <laughs> he's such a sweetheart. I'm not like one of those people that like, I almost said a terrible thing on this podcast. It, um, you haven't said terrible things in the past? Well, I mean... Rude. Um, <laughs> I'm not one of those people that's like trying to get at him kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he's he's a great actor. He's a he seems like he's a genuine person. Yeah. I, I I'm just really excited to see what he does with this. I'm glad that they didn't completely kill off Loki. That being said, he is technically dead, sort of. That's honestly what I'm wondering. Is like at the end of the series are are they going to fully close it? Because he technically is an anomaly. He's a rift in the the universe, which is, well, he's got to go back and fix all these rifts. Hello, Steve Rogers? Um, yeah. How is that going to have to be fixed then? What? Well, not only that, but like if he goes back and fixes everything, it's going to set him up to be in the timeline where he dies in Infinity War again. Yeah. So it's just continuous loops. Which seems to Time be Time travel fine. doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't. That being said, we should have... Um, I know this this guy that's actually really good when it comes to like time travel explanation mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, his name is Doc Brown. Anyways, he's <laughs> good guy. Very cool guy. Um, a little wild in he the built hair, a, <laughs> Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know him? That's cool. I, I've heard of him. Like, yeah, he's working on this new car right now. Anyways. Um, uh, I hear it can go up to 88. Oh, uh, only... Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Oh boy. Anyways, um, um, speaking of mad scientists, though. Yes, uh, news on the set of Spider-Man Three: Alfred Molina mm, picking back up his role as Doc Ock. You absolute monster, Alfred! I know that. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Kevin Feige is is probably shitting in his pants right now with how much he said. From that one interview that he was in. Yep. I love, he spilled a lot. Go for it. I love how as well his whole thing was, I'm the worst kept secret in Hollywood. Because just Right, I'm starting <laughs> to think that he's just like future Tom Holland. Yeah, he just, you know, Tom has already given away so much in the past movies. His facial expressions for an actor, he cannot hide them when he's just being himself. Um, which kind of baffles me, but also thank you for... 
always spoiling at least something, Tom. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I am I'm really excited to see Alfred Molina back on the screen in the Marvel Universe. I loved him as Doc Ock in Spider-Man 2. Um, you know, my my household has a deep love for Alfred Molina. Um, so yeah, it's it's oh, I'm so excited that the multiverse is is now confirmed. Yeah, exactly. Um <laughs> So over on Huffington Post, he is quoted saying, uh, when we were shooting it, we were all under orders not to talk about it because it was supposed to be some great big secret. Uh, he actually told this to Variety. I didn't, I should have just gone over there. Thank you, Huffington Post. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's all over the internet. I actually describe myself as the worst kept secret in Hollywood. Um, he goes on to say that when that his character picks up where it left off mm-hmm. in Spider-Man 2, which was drowning in the river. Yes. Trying to contain the tiny little sun that he created on Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't... Like, he said that they're also going to be uh, de-aging him for, I think, a little bit of it. Because he says, and I quote, I don't have the same physicality that I had 17 years ago. That's just a fact. I cannot wait to see what he brings to the table. He also mentioned that the uh, arms that he was using in uh, Spider-Man 2, the Sam, that was Sam Raimi, right? It was Sam Raimi. that he used in that were for a good portion of it, practical effects. Yeah. So it it makes me want, are they going to, have they said if they're doing practical effects for this? I'm not sure. I don't see why they would rely on it too heavily. I feel like for more of the actiony scenes, that would probably be a better idea. Yeah. No, no, sorry. It would be a better idea if they use CGI CGI for the more actiony scenes, but like for little stuff and like just kind of having them there, they definitely need to go the, the the practical effect way because that's that's something that's just going to hold up. I mean, even looking at the second Spider-Man movie today, mm-hmm. it's seventeen years later. The practical effects of the of the the arms and the claws they hold up super well. They look great. Yeah, well, that's the thing with um, you know the big difference between practical effects and CGI is that. CGI, what they're now having to do is go in and make these imperfections, but they have to be minimal enough that it looks real, but not too much that it's glaringly obvious. Um, Because your eye naturally perceives things, whether or not they can exist in reality, and having a practical effect is always going to look just a a little bit better, in my opinion. Yeah. even going back to 80s movies and things like that where practical effects were used. Uh, one of my favorite movies, Alien. Like, the practical effect of the alien is so cool. Um, yeah, no, I completely agree. So, yeah, I I hope at least for the, the closer-up shots, maybe they, they still use that. But I figure it'll likely be a lot of CGI. I know a movie that's also a testament to using practical effects is John Carpenter's The Thing. Yes, I was thinking that. Um, it's still um, creepy. Uh, you can call me a terrible human being. I've never seen that movie. I keep meaning to watch it. I only recently watched it um, because a, f- a friend was very... It, it's one of his good favorite movies. Um, both iterations of it, actually. But, yeah, it, it's really fun to watch. There's still creepy aspects to it. And, of course, you could tell it's it's much more 80s design in 
the look of it. So it it has aged a little bit, but it still holds up. Like they still look fantastic. Yeah. And I mean, it's still even being referenced today. It was what a year, maybe two years ago that they made two direct references to it in it chapter two. Mm -hmm. It's true. Which Uh, that's another, just, I love that movie. Yeah, they did really good with that. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Um, Anyways, <laughs> off the horror movies yeah. and back to the Spider-Man. <laughs> well, I mean, kind of a horror movie still, though, because this is a Sam Raimi film, and he is known for, what was it, uh, Evil Dead? Yes, well, that's that's one of his big starts, which is why in, I think, every Sam Raimi movie, Bruce Campbell appears. Bruce Campbell is in every single Sam Raimi movie, so, yes. I, I am um, excited to see said, Bruce in, in yeah, this iteration. I want to see what he's going to be doing in this. <laughs> I cannot wait to see what he does in this movie. Um, I can't remember who he played in in the Spider-Man movie. So the first movie, he was outside, I want to say Mary Jane's um, play, and he's the one who's telling... Oh, no, in the first movie, he is the wrestling match caller. The second movie, he's the like bouncer for the theater that Mary Jane is performing at. Um, And then I can't remember the third one because that movie. We don't talk about that. Yeah. Save for Tobey Maguire dancing as little goth Peter. Um, We don't talk about that movie. (laughs) You're not wrong. (laughs) Um, um, Oh God, he did. Oh, that's right. He was Coach Boomer in Sky High. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was in Cars 2. What? Yeah, he was in Cars 2 as a character named Rod Torque Redline. Interesting. I did not know that. And no idea who that character is. I tried to forget that movie. Yeah. I don't um, think I ever saw it, to be honest. Yeah, it's not worth it. Yeah. Oh, he's in the video game Dead by Daylight. That makes sense. Can you guess who he's playing in that? I haven't actually played it, but like it, it makes sense that he's in that game. So yeah, he's playing Ash from Evil Dead, so that makes yeah that that, that makes sense. Has to happen. Um, yeah, yeah. Every Ash Wednesday, my family and I we watch Army of Darkness. I love that because um, <laughs> that's that's how we celebrate. We are we are not religious, but that that's that's still how we celebrate. Um, that's actually really funny. I'm not gonna lie. That's actually like super rad as hell. Yeah, feel free if that's a tradition you want to. To take upon yourself as well. We, we happily uh, love when others join in on our silly traditions. Yeah, Bruce Campbell, Sam Raimi. Anyways, um, going back to the article, it's saying that uh, fans are now convinced that Spider-Man No Way Home will be full of meta, multiverse fun after Melina clarified he's indeed playing the same version of the character we met in Spider-Man 2. In addition to Doc Ock, Jamie Foxx's Electro who battled Andrew Garfield in The Amazing Spider-Man 2, is also set to return, presumably setting the stage for a big, bad team-up that will keep Spidey busy. Spider-Man No Way Home. Wow, why did they put that? Spider-Man No Way From Home? No, it's called Spider-Man No Way Home, which also stars Zendaya, Jacob Batalon. Batalon? B-A-T-A-L-O-N. Marissa Tomei, Tony Ravioli. (laughs) Ravioli. Thank you. And Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange is scheduled to swing into theaters December 17th. Yeah. 
Now, I, I do have a bit of feelings, though, about the fact they are bringing so many villains onto the screen. And there is kind of a curse with superhero movies that when you get too many villains at once, it can get a little messy. But Especially Spider-Man movies. Yes, especially Spider-Man movies. Um, but, I mean, even Batman Returns to a point, like, there, there were too many storylines. Um, there, there's just... It's a curse. So I am hoping that maybe with the addition of more Spider-Men, uh, it, it'll be a little less chaotic. Yeah, um, if they do bring back Andrew and Toby, which at this point, I think they're basically setting up to do that, especially if they they could totally surprise us and have them come back and it's like set up this whole thing and then cut the movie and it'd be a two-parter. I could see that, honestly. That would probably be a good move, too. Yeah. But, I mean, really the only two-parter movie that we've had otherwise, though, is Infinity War and Endgame. So, I don't know if they're they're willing to do that with a Spidey movie. But you never know. Yeah, um, I mean, if they're supposed to be setting it back to Sony as well. Mm-hmm. So, maybe they would do one part just Marvel, and then set up the second part, sending it back to Sony. Yeah, that that could be a choice. <laughs> Not a good one. It could be a choice. <laughs> a, ch- a choice. Um, but yeah, we'll have to see. Yeah, we will definitely be seeing um, uh, December 17th, obviously, uh, as long as things, you know, go well. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you. I'm just, I'm really, really excited about this movie. I cannot wait to see what they do. Um we're getting four Marvel movies in the span of six months this year. Which, you know, it seems like a lot, but considering we got nothing last year, um, I feel it's owed yeah. at this point. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I know that, uh, what is it, uh, Doctor Strange uh, Multiverse of Madness is wrapping filming, I want to say this week? Yeah, it's something around there. At least by the end of the month. Hopefully, because I cannot wait to see uh, what happens with this one. Also, no set pictures have leaked from that movie. Which is crazy, just in and of itself. Absolutely unheard of. Yeah. So this must be under some serious wraps, which then makes me wonder, what secrets are they hiding? Yeah. Um, I know that Spider-Man isn't coming out for, what, another seven months? Probably around there. But I need I need a trailer. Yeah, we're not getting that for for a bit. Yeah, I know. Unfortunately, but then as it's well, I'm not even sure what they're gonna put in the trailer. Are are they going to include the fact that it is opening up the multiverse, or are they gonna try to keep that hidden somehow, even though it's it's all over the internet? Yeah, I was gonna say at this point, I don't think they can keep uh, jack shit hidden. Yeah, um, <laughs> they have not done a particularly great job with. This said, being quiet. <laughs> I, well, I mean, they they did a good job with Tom Holland. Yeah, for once. And then Alfred was like, I got it from here, bud. Don't worry. <laughs> Took up the reins. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, and I love that. I love that for us because it gives us a little bit of information. Yes, it we, does. I'm not going to say we deserve it, but we deserve yeah, it. Yeah, we deserve the world. The- Absolutely. the We deserve the multiverse. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh, but speaking of shared universes, Godzilla versus Kong. Mm-hmm. 
So that was definitely a movie. <laughs> it wasn't a bad one. Um, I'm, I'm gonna. So you you said you hadn't seen it. I I did not actually watch it, but um, I did see the final battles, and you know, I I know what happens. I know the good about, stuff. Yeah, I I saw the the throwdown between the three. Like, yeah. Um, so then I'm going to give you a bit of a spoiler. I'm going to just toss it out there and say spoiler warning for this movie, even though I'm sure everyone knows what happens already or whatever. Um, I am going to come right out swinging and say that the storyline was absolute booty. Really? Um, oh yeah, no, the storyline was absolute garbage. It was, it was a lot of, a lot of setup for the big fight at the end. Mm -hmm. Um, which was fun. It was cool to watch and whatever. But at the same time, I was like, I just, I literally just want like a two hour movie of them just fucking throwing down across the globe. Yeah. Um, one thing I did notice because I did watch that final scene, how many, like hundreds of thousands of people just were destroyed immediately dead. Oh yeah. No, so many people were killed. Dead. Not even a chance. Absolutely demolished. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were they were gone. They're not even going to have a chance to recover the bodies. No. Um, they honestly, if there was going to be any way that I was going to die, I'm going to live forever. By the way, if there's mm -hmm. any way that I'm going to die, I wanted it. I would want it to be that way. Yeah, just that like, quick. Giant fucking monkey, <laughs> giant fucking lizard, uh, duking it out in the middle of the city. And I know it was like impractical, but. Do you, do you ever watch the show Family Guy? Mm hmm So you know the fights between Peter and the giant chicken? Yes. It reminded me I basically a wanted a two-hour version of that. That would have been amazing. That would have been incredible. And I would have watched... I'd still be watching it right now. I don't care. <laughs> I would watch it over and over. That being said, I did enjoy the movie. Mm -hmm. Despite the storyline being absolute garbage, they're basically trying to set up... Or they're setting it up so that they find, like the hollow earth mm -hmm. and they're trying to find a power source that's there, but that's like kind of being hidden in the shadows of the movie uh, so that we don't know it until it's too late. Um, mm -hmm. th they end up getting there, uh, stealing the power source. As it turns out, Kong's family was like royalty down there or something like that. They have an ax made up from, Godzilla's family, like, you know, the giant spikes that Godzilla has on, yeah, yeah, the, on yeah. his back, uh, a hand axe made from that. Oh. And it was fucking cool. Yeah. But at the same time, why? It just, Wh yeah, um, that sounds so unnecessary. <laughs> no, it was. And I loved it. I loved every single second of it because I'm over here like giant fucking monkey with a giant fucking axe. Mm -hmm. What more do I need? And yet I could ask for more because I now want them to somehow figure out a way. I know that they're much smaller, but I want them to figure out a way to bring the Transformers into this. Into Godzilla v. Kong? Yeah. Could you imagine that 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 second movie, Godzilla versus Kong versus Transformers versus Pacific Rim for f some fucking reason? <laughs> that just sounds like fanboy the movie. 
Yeah, no, I'm 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 missing where that's a problem. Uh, I don't I don't know. It's not my level of fanboy, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be absolutely ridiculous. All right, but like in all seriousness, though, the movie it was fun. It was a, definitely a fun watch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the final scenes were were really entertaining. It was definitely a like this is a clusterfuck of violence and just you know CGI big shit destruction. But like that's what yeah, you exactly. expect from a Godzilla v Kong movie, like. And then they brought in Mecha Godzilla yeah. for some reason. Well, that was already expected, because again, like Godzilla isn't necessarily a bad guy. Like it's a bad, bad guy, but also he he's fought against other, other bad guys and like done the good deeds. And then Kong yeah, isn't. Yeah, no, you're right about that. Isn't a bad guy either. He, you know, he's done his damage, but again, he's still ultimately pretty good. So they had to actually have, like, another point that both of them could team up and still somehow be good bad guys. It's like a Wreck-It Ralph <laughs> situation. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, and that's, that's the worst part about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I would watch it again, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I think I'd watch it again. It was it was fun. It was it was certainly like I said at the beginning. It was certainly a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd watch it. I mean, if if you're just looking to waste time and not really have to pay attention, and then like pay attention for twenty minutes because there's a shitload of explosions. <laughs> yeah, watch that movie. It's fun. It's cool. Also, for some reason, Godzilla dug a hole straight through the earth to piss off Kong. Like you do. And yeah, you know. I'm you know, I, I was just waiting for them to kiss because they are obviously lovers having a quarrel. Yeah. And they just need to get over it. You exactly. Know? Godzilla just had to be a little dramatic and dig that hole and be like, <laughs> look at this. I did this because of you, just to piss you off. <laughs> I did this because of you. <laughs> um, and then uh, you know, you kiss and make up and everything's all right, right? Exactly, exactly. That's that's, that's what friends do. Yeah. Um, friends with benefits. Oh, boy. <laughs> you know what? I'm sure, I'm sure it's out there somewhere, too. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. There's got to be. Um, what? What's, I don't, I don't even know what it's called anymore. Rule... 34 rule 34 yeah there we go i was right yeah there so many of those have to exist on this this earth matt please keep all this in if anyone whoever's (laughs) listening to this right now um do yourself a favor and look up godzilla rule 34 and then just let us know how that turns out for you please that'll be fun yeah um Um, (laughs) comment on any of our stuff yeah instagram Uh, twitter You can cuss one of us out, uh, probably me, because I'm the one that told you to do it. Uh, but sincerely, go do that. I want to see what happens. <laughs> um, but all right, so the last thing that we're going to cover today is the, the one thing that we've been waiting for for a long time. Yeah, we saved the best for last here. Of course we did. And Matt, I hope you have your air horns ready, because we are about to discuss Space Jam 2. <laughs> There, see, thank you for even putting it in like without him. I love this. Uh, of course, um, I, when you say the name, it's just instinctual to Airhorn. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> it, it, I'm, I'm half expecting, or I'm waiting for the day that I say it, and Matt 
like just puts a pause there and there's no air horns. Yeah. Just to make me look like a fool. Um, <laughs> I'm not saying that's something that he would do, but like I wouldn't blame him. But also, like <laughs> it needs to happen at least once. Oh boy. I, it's probably, it probably already just happened too. Yeah, probably. He chose this episode <laughs> just so that it, it's like foreshadowing. For us to, like, shit-talk Matt, then. Yeah, because we never know what he's going to do with the episodes. Yeah, no, it's it's always a shock, honestly. There, there's been some great <laughs> drops from Matt. Oh, yeah, no, he's fantastic <laughs> at what he does. I love, I'm so glad that we have Matt on our team. Yes. But um, there was a lot going on in that trailer. Truly. Like, a lot. I love that it had just about every uh, WB, uh, what's it called, property in it. Yep. It's just, oh, so good. Yeah. I mean, so good. from the very beginning of it, it all just, it was dropping WB properties like crazy. It was exactly what I wanted to see. Um, the remix on the song was just so good. Um, yeah, just, I needed that trailer. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely did too. Mm, Don Cheadle is in this movie. Mm-hmm. I love Don Cheadle. So good. Um, we have... So far, the casting announcements for this movie, uh, or at least for voicing, because they haven't done a whole lot of announcements for that. We are looking at... Oh, look at that! Jim Cummings is coming, or is going to be playing the Tasmanian Devil. Jim Cummings is uh, Optimus Prime, Winnie the Pooh. Like, he, he's, a, he's a big one. Yeah, I just you... wish he wasn't such politically small-minded. But yes. Oh, is he? Oh no. Yeah. It's it's sad. Uh, Oh, that sucks. I hate to hear that. But like, he's great at what he does. (laughs) Uh, He's, yeah, no, he's very good at what he does. Um, We've also got Gabriel Iglesias mm -hmm. coming in as Speedy Gonzalez. Um, My favorite, Zendaya playing Lola Bunny. Yes. Like, this is wonderful. This is going to be a great movie. Can we just take a moment and appreciate the fact that they like desexified Lola a bit? Like, I I was like, yes, she's just in a normal uniform now. Yeah, no, I do, I do appreciate that they did that because um, we don't need a whole new generation of furries. Yeah, it just, I mean, not not kink shaming, but like, yeah, just we don't we need better representation of women in sports even if no, they're yeah, absolutely. animated no you're uh. correct you're absolutely <laughs> correct about that um also the furries comment was a joke just so you guys know i'm not kink shaming out here i promise yeah uh We're, we support people so long as you're not assholes yes <laughs> that is true i love that that's a good sentence right there um yeah, there was a lot going on in the, in the trailer. Like I keep saying, that's probably like the fourth time I've said that now. Um, right off the bat, like when he gets pulled into the multiverse, whatever, mm-hmm. like it shows him passing by Westeros, which is Game of Thrones, which is a WB property. And like he ends up on one random planet where like he ends up in a tornado. And that was the oh, well, that was Oz. Oz. Yeah, that was Oz. That I loved. I knew immediately from the red and the green because Wizard of Oz holds a very, very special place in my heart. When I was a child, I would only ref- like acknowledge myself if I was called Dorothy, um, and I, I named all of my family members after the various characters. I have 
like five different copies of the book. Um, it's a lot. Uh, but I, I love The Wizard of Oz, so I was immediately like, yay, I got a little shout out, and he went through the tornado, and you see, like, oh, yay. Um, but yeah, he, he passed by Westeros, he passed by Oz, um, he passed by DC, where you can obviously see um, Gotham, and then, oh, Metrop. Why am I not remembering Spider-Man's, or Superman's city? I am. Whoa! Yeah. Yeah. I I need caffeine too, apparently, Hogan, because that's a fail on my part. It's a good thing that we're wrapping this one up soon because we both need to go get some. some <laughs> mm. Um, it's been an episode, guys. It's definitely been an episode, but it feels good to be back. That Truly. being said, um, it showed in the trailer... WWE's greatest character of all time. And who is that? The Iron Thanks. Giant. That's what I thought. Yes. The Iron Giant holds such a like such a place in my heart. Like like I'm yeah. being completely sincere right here. I love that movie so incredibly much. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um I love that movie so much to the point that my D&D character is named after is a direct reference to that movie. Wow. Yeah. No, it's a fantastic movie. I need to rewatch it because I haven't seen it in a while. Um, my parents introduced my brother to it not too long ago, and he he was not happy with that movie because he was like, why did you make me watch such a sad movie? <laughs> he was very upset. Um, if my mom was... Uh, she had to give me shit. Again, another weird tangent, not anything to do with it. But do you remember the movie My Dog Skip with Frankie Muniz? I never saw it. Yeah, okay. So, like, spoiler alert if anybody hasn't seen the movie. The dog dies at the end, but he's, like, old and peaceful. And, like, it's a nice, you know, goodbye to this beloved childhood friend. And I sobbed the entire night and was like, I don't know why. You would let me watch such a sad movie. How <laughs> dare you? Like, I just couldn't let it go. So um, she definitely was like, the Iron Giant was his My Dog Skip. Um, <laughs> 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 yeah, anyways. I love that. I love that. Um, so I'm looking, I'm, I'm over on our Twitter, I went and retweeted a couple things about uh, the new movie. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of background characters. So many. So many. Just to name a few, just from what I retweeted, you've got the Droogs from uh, Clockwork Orange. Mm-hmm. You've got, I'm looking at, I'm actually looking at the picture there's, right now, you've got the Scooby gang in the background. Mm-hmm. There's Including Baby Scrappy. Yeah. Um, you've got uh, 1989, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jack Nicholson's the Joker back there. Yeah, I think the penguin is also seen in one still. Yeah, the penguins uh, being the original one from like the uh, the the Adam West Batman, mm-hmm. and then the Tim Burton Batman. Yeah, from Batman. You've got Returns. the mask back there. You've got yeah. uh, what's his name, Mister Freeze. Yep. All of them are standing right by each other. Um, one that I caught, but not a lot may have caught it, was Baby Jane from. Uh, yeah, from whatever yeah. happened to Baby Jane. Yeah, that was a fun little catch. I like that, again, it's not just they're putting in these more family-friendly characters. There are some 
sketchy characters. I think at one point I'm, I could be speculating. Um, so again, y'all can shout me out if I'm wrong, but I think Pennywise was in one still. Yeah. I saw Pennywise in the background. Uh, yeah. Like you mentioned baby Jane, there's um, agent Smith and Morpheus from the matrix mm-hmm. movies, which that also was mentioned right at the beginning. Yeah. Um, you've got, uh, the Wicked Witch of the West's uh, main flying monkey, Chistry, is uh-huh. in there as well. Like, there's so many different... Oh, my God, I'm just looking at it right now. There's Boo Boo from uh, Yogi Bear in the background mm. as well. There was a lot of Hanna-Barbera characters, actually. Which um, is a smart move, because that's... There's just so many of them that you could just fill up an entire the screen so quickly with all of them. Yeah, well, because in uh, the scene... Like, right as I want to say the Iron Giant is coming in, then you've got the Flintstones, you've got Yogi, you've got, um, yeah, Mr. Boo or something. Like, yeah, there's so many Hanna-Barbera characters. There's a lot of them. There's also the Night King from Game of Thrones and Mm -hmm. Mama Fratelli from the Goonies. Mm -hmm. It's it's just, it's like Ready Player One, but with basketball. Yep. And I am too stoked to see this movie. It's going to it's going to be a really fun one to to get to see which I'm excited for um cuz it's been long awaited at this point. I I want it. <laughs> oh yeah, no, absolutely. I'm I'm too stoked for this. Um that being said, if you guys are comfortable with that kind of thing, we should just all go see it together so you guys can watch me freak out the entire time. <laughs> um, if you're listening to this, this is an open invite. I am telling you right now, come watch this movie with me. I know I'll be there. I'm not sure if Ida will be ready to go for that kind of thing. But like... Potentially be up for that, yeah. That would be wonderful. Yeah, a little meetup. That'd be fun. I'd say I'd buy popcorn, but Lord knows I don't have that kind of money. Um, well, I mean... It makes student debts look easy. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, it doesn't. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> All right. There's, yeah, there was a lot going on in that trailer. Who are, who are you excited to possibly see? Honestly, I don't even know. That's the thing. I was just excited to see the original gang, the Looney Tunes gang, back on the, the screen. So yeah. the fact that we're actually getting to see more WB properties is pretty cool um yeah i definitely was really stoked to see the iron giant i don't know if there's anybody in particular that i'm hoping to see uh i just think it'll be fun to kind of see who they throw out what about you did you have anybody um no i mean yeah i'm glad to see iron giant on the screen and whatnot there was one part in the trailer where lebron who i cannot wait to see his acting performance in this movie (laughs) um he is pointing out like people that he wants on his team because he thinks he's going to build his own team. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the top of the list is Superman. Yep. And I don't know much about basketball, but I do know that one person that like plays basketball or played basketball that would wear the Superman logo a lot was Shaquille O'Neal, which is Shaq. Hey. So if Shaq doesn't show up dressed up as Superman at least once, I'm going to be a little upset. Yeah, that now I, I have to see this. Because that would be wonderful. Also, yeah. how dare you put the Iron Giant at number four on that list? 
truly, though. But, like, I get it to a point. It's a little... I don't know. He, he, might, he might be a little too slow moving. Yeah, but he's also giant. Just sit him in front of the basket and no one's going to get past him. Yeah, it's true. Like, good luck shooting over that. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just can't. Mm. No layups with Iron Giant. Not gonna happen. I don't even know what that means. Oh my gosh, do I know more about basketball? <laughs> Probably, honestly. I, uh, it bores me so much. It bores yeah, me to tears. I, uh, I, I had a lot of like, I just gotta do this to be supportive. Um, <laughs> but ultimately, I, I did get a, a, a slight enjoyment out of it. Like, it's entertaining to watch, but I definitely do not just like turn on a basketball game. But if it's on, I'll, you know, oh, okay, that was a good shot. Like, that was cool. Um, it's always yeah. on in our house. Oh, yeah. That, I remember that. Not yeah. No. Um, I know. I know. This is going off on another <laughs> tangent, um, but I don't think I've had my fair share of them today. <laughs> I, yeah, I've been I'm doing kidding. the majority of them actually. So you you do for a few. <laughs> I have a video. Speaking of basketball, I have a video of my little brother uh, absolutely losing his mind and damn near crying over the recent UCLA game where they lost to. Someone, I can't remember, like they were super close and the dude shot it from like all the way on the other side of the court and fucking made it like he just saved <laughs> that shot. Oh. And I, even I was like, I was like, holy hell, I, I can't believe he did that and beat them by one. Oh. And I have video of him reacting to it. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's wonderful. It's such a funny video and he's so upset. <gasps> and it's not I funny because he's upset. It. It's just funny like, how he reacted to it. I I want to see this, but also I don't want to invade his privacy. Oh, no, it's okay. I'll send it to you. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, no, <laughs> videos like that are just, it's, I, I've seen that kind of reaction in, in person. It's always just a little chef's kiss. Like, I just, I feel so bad, but also this is so entertaining. And you know what? That, that's fine, because if at any moment he wants to, he can put on Endgame and record me crying for no, actually, not even for no good reason. I didn't have good reasons for crying at that movie. Yeah, it's the saddest shit movie. The like the second that the portals start opening, or the oh. second the first portal opens up, tears. you're like on your left. That's when the tears started. Oh, it was so bad. I cried through the rest of that movie. Yeah. Oh, I, I was sobbing during Infinity War. I remember one of my friends it, it was on the floor. Of the movie theater. And then we all, as the same group, saw Endgame. And we were all just in tears the entire time. Like, that's what I miss about the movie theater. Is really getting yeah. to see your friends' reactions to these movies in in real time. <clears throat> I'm just saying. I mean, we're almost yeah. there. We're, we're right there on it. Yeah. I, uh, I can't wait. Me either. I, I can't wait to do it safely. Yeah. Um, no, same. I, I completely get it. But I think that about wraps it up. The only other news that I know of is that uh, from the release of this podcast, Mortal Kombat will be coming out in four days. Oh, so, shit, really? Yeah, it, it's set to come out in five days as of today. So, And we drop next day. Also, the, uh, the ending of Falcon, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Soldier. Yeah, so we, we've got a lot of... 
we've got a fun, entertaining movie to watch, and we've got a series to finalize, and yeah. I'm excited for this next episode already. I don't know about you guys. I, oh, yeah. I'm really ready for it. Yeah, let us know your thoughts. Uh, if you have any, we have Instagram, we have uh, Twitter, we've got, uh, I think we have a Facebook too. We'd love to hear, see your comments. Uh, I've been getting some story interactions on our Instagram, which has been great. I love to see all the fans that we get. Um, yeah. Show us some love if you can. Show us some love. Interact <laughs> with us because we love talking to you guys. We absolutely love interacting with you guys. And don't be afraid to talk to us. Don't be yeah. afraid to send us stuff that you want us to discuss. Like we, we are here because of you guys and we yeah. can't thank you enough. Truly. We cannot thank you enough. I really, I, you know, I know I love each and every one of you from the bottom of my heart. Like it's so, it's so great. Uh, absolutely. I, I haven't met. Uh, a good amount of you but still thank you for for joining us again we really 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 appreciate you yeah. but this has been the newest episode of space jam watch no, i'm kidding geekly bi-weekly <laughs> yeah thank you guys um thanks uh, talk to us okay bye <laughs> bye